Welcome to this episode of Effective Pastoring. I want to talk to you as a pastor, how to be more effective in your work as a pastor. And uh, we're going to have this series that will run for some time. And I just want to encourage you, I'm a fellow pastor just like you. And I want us to examine and spend some time with Paul uh, talking to his protege, who was a pastor in the city of Ephesus. I mean by Timothy. And as we spend this time together, let's call this series Effective Pastoring. And you know, if you notice as a pastor, you are stuck to one church and you are supposed to shepherd a congregation. Not only are you supposed to just preach the word, but you also asked to care for God's people. And so shepherding is what we call pastoring today. And the Bible said, Christ appointed certain men as gift for the body of Christ. He appointed apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And so I want to spend this time with you to talk about you as a pastor over a congregation. And we are going to look through the words that Paul spoke to Timothy. And that's going to guide us because a lot of time, many of us, when we get into pastoring, we are carried away with the practices and we are kind of really getting to going with the, what I call modus operandi, the mode of operation. But you're not going to do well with the mode of operation without the mindset of a pastor. So beside the operational mode of the pastor, there must be the mindset of the pastor. And that's what Paul began to tinker with, the mindset of the pastor, along with his son, protege Timothy. So we're going to see what are the things to inform your mindset as a pastor so you can be effective. Effectiveness starts from your inside, from your attitude, from your mindset or from your heart in biblical language because the Bible says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he so the way you think in your heart your, the, that sets your mind that's the way you are going to be so if you are going to be effective going to be an effective pastor you have to have the heart or the mindset of a pastor so let's look at what does it mean to have effective pastoral mindset. So let's go to First Timothy. We are going to go through that book and I'm going to take some short time together and we're going to look at this first one. If you're going to be an effective pastor, the very first thing you need in your heart to be a good pastor to people and to yourself and to the community at large where you are, you have to have what Paul called hope. Let's hear this. Paul was writing to Timothy and he said, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Our hope to Timothy, a true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. If you notice that Paul says something very interesting in that chapter, I said, said, God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. That's the key word. As a pastor, the very first thing you have to bring to the table as a pastor with people around you and yourself, you have to bring hope on the table. If you are not bringing hope on the table, I don't think you'll survive as a pastor. 
Hope is very is a very interesting word. Hope is not about yesterday. It's not so much about even about today. It's about tomorrow. Hope is expecting. Hope is looking forward. Hope is desiring something ahead of you. So I would say that the very first thing you need as a pastor coming to the congregation you must come with hope. Because you don't have hope. You don't have any future. You cannot go anywhere with the church. The people you look at in the service, in the church, what they trade most with is hope. Because if there's no hope, there's no tomorrow. If there's no tomorrow, let's eat and drink and die. So when you get up to be a pastor, the very first thing you have to trade with, your very first currency, your, your very first asset is hope. Remember God told Moses when he called him, he said, my people are in pains and they are in suffering. And I planned for them to go to a land flowing with milk and honey. So that's, that was hope. They were you know, in trouble, they were in suffering, they were in sorrow. And, and, and God told Moses, come, go along with me. And let's take these men and women to a land flowing with milk and honey. That struck hope in their heart. And when you don't have hope, pastor is useless, it's crazy, it's frustrating. So I'm asking you to start cherishing hope. Now, you said to me that, will hope work at this moment? Yeah, this is the best time for hope. Light shines brighter in the midst of thick darkness. If you notice that the world today you are living in is full of hopelessness. People are tired, worn out, concerned about how life will turn out. Anxiety is prevalent everywhere. And your job as a pastor, number one, is to bring hope to the table. People gather in our services, in our congregation. Why are they coming? Because they are looking for better tomorrow. That's why the Bible says that in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, that God said, I have plans for you to give you a future and to give you hope. King James Verse says to give you an expected end. So as a pastor, are you hopeful? Are you full of hope? Are you cherishing hope? If you don't cherish hope, there is no use being a pastor. I can promise you, you'll be frustrated. But if you can look forward to it, tomorrow in God, you can actually survive this. And you can always look forward, no matter what you see today. You can have an expected hand in God. Now, let me talk about this hope as a random. It was, this is going to be a short thing. So the very first thing you need as a pastor to be effective is hope. And Bible says, hope does, hope does not make us ashamed. This hope does not disappoint us. I want to talk about even this hope in trouble. This hope survives trouble. This hope survives even good things. So first, when we have some good things, we think that that's the end of it. No, this hope survives good things, survives bad things. Both good and bad and ugly, this hope survives all of them. It's called the hope of the gospel. And that hope, the Bible called it the Lord Jesus Christ. So our hope is just more than something, is somebody. So when you have Jesus, you really have a living hope. You have a thriving, flourishing hope that can survive and can thrive in any situation. Don't forget that, man of God, as a pastor, you are carrying hope. Hope is your first asset on the table. 
whoever you're dealing with as a pastor, your very first commodity on the table, asset, is hope. And, and, and this hope, as a random, is in form of three things. In verse 2, 1 Timothy 1, it says, To Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace. I believe that those three things are actually the summary of hope. Grace, mercy, and peace. Looking forward to grace, to mercy, and to peace. No matter the confusion, no matter the struggle, no matter the unrest right now, there is always grace, mercy, and peace available. If you notice, Paul, in all his letters, he will open with grace and peace. Then he added mercy here for you as a pastor. So mercy is available. Extra dues. God bless you. Till we see you again.